0: Hello guys, well, oh, what you fucking ruined it, didn't you? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Hello guys, welcome to episode three of Forget the Fad podcast. This is what I'm working with, Stephen Brewers. Welcome. Hi <laughs> Ian, it's a great start. Um, so, <laughs> episode one and two are now officially on the air, and uh, we are on iTunes, which you mentioned is a little bit surreal seeing yourself up on there.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Search for myself, and there, uh, yeah, I found podcast one. So that was pretty cool.
0: It's uh, an internet search for yourself that doesn't come up with filthy images.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always a good thing.
0: So, guys, um, let's get the format of the podcast out of the way. With the way it's going to be, is Stephen and I are going to do every other episode, so we can have a little bit of crack banter, tell you about our training, our lives answer questions as well so if you do have questions you want to send in for the podcast it's Ian.biggle at tobefit.co.uk or you can just find us on our whatever instagrams facebook's uh, whatnot just search ian To at Fit, or forget the fad because we are now on instagram and facebook yeah how are you, yeah. are, you are you good steven how's training how's things
1: I'm good i'm uh starting to feel a little bit more human um after a couple of couple of long weeks, I guess when you were you were off on paternity
0: paternity so yeah so that's kind of Everything going to be, yeah that's kind of going to be one of the subjects for today is obviously I have well I haven't but my fiance has given birth to my son um and obviously that's kind of impacted life a little
1: bit yeah definitely um so have you found becoming a new dad then the main
0: change that you found i think to be fair it's like a lot easier on dads like for me it's not a lot has changed as bad as that sounds apart from sleep on a night time like it's just broken obviously with uh, Frankie waking up every four hours like like his dad for food he wants to be fed every four to six hours <laughs> or so he, he knows all about protein synthesis he's like maybe I've just kind of injected that into his DNA <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but um, I just broken sleep really primarily Annalise is doing the majority of the feeds on a night and I've just got him down here with me uh, so hopefully he doesn't mess with our podcast
1: no. he's,
0: he's literally here right now yeah so if you're listening <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's i think i could imagine it would be difficult if i didn't if we didn't run a gym you know like if yeah. i if but at the same time obviously i've had a couple of weeks off off um physically from work still been doing work from home but the minute he just kind of sleeps and eats and occasionally poos
1: yeah <laughs> you know so
0: it's so far i think he's leading us into a false sense of security that so far we can uh kind of work quite well particularly myself i can still get to the gym i'm still training five days per week i'm still managing my nutrition but that sort of stuff's like kind of relatively second nature so in that Kind of capacity, and relatively. I don't want to say lucky, but it's just more habitual and behavioural, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Which I think is kind of good for him to grow up into.
1: Oh, definitely. I say, did he end up having many days off, or were you still doing five days a week pretty much as soon as he was born?
0: I think for the first week, I might have done three or something like that. But like, Like I've got like a list of priorities. Like I've got my nutrition, um, I've got my my training, I've got Annalise, I've got my friends, my family, I've got my business and it's not necessarily in that order. And obviously uh, it just shifts. It's not like a one in, one out scenario. They just kind of shift in that order of like one to five or one to six. So right now my priority is uh, obviously Frankie, Annalise, and then my nutrition and training are, they're still in there so for example i've uh, stopped tracking my calories on my fitness pal um that's something that i've done for probably on off for fa- for the most part on for like five years it's not like a case of all of a sudden you stop tracking your calories and you forget how to eat um so it was coming off the back of a what like eight months dieting period for the photo shoot that people can see as the cover photo for the forget the fad podcast um which hopefully gives us a little bit of credibility too I, I find it ironic that you have to kind of have abs to have credibility in this industry
1: i think so yeah it's, yeah.
0: it's daft, but it's, it's- it, is, it is obviously uh pictures say many words i've disappeared i've just closing my Facebook don't worry I'll be back um oh record okay. I can still see you all right that's fine um it's just closing stupid things that I post no uh yeah so I think um off the back of kind of dieting uh, I did have all planned a nice kind of reverse out of it which I did get a couple of weeks but obviously he was eight days early so that kind of like scuppered that a little bit but i think it was kind of the right it was the best thing at the end because it allowed us to kind of really let go of that uh control i had over my my diet in particular although i was eating lots of food i was still arguably in like photo shooting contest shape like i'd finished my diet on 2500 ish calories on average per day and I ended it, and still a week or two out, I was uh, I was up to like 3,400, and I was still as lean, um, if not leaner and looking better, so, but that was really controlled, I was quite meticulous with the tracking of those calories, whereas now it's like, listen, that's not important, I need to kind of still eat x amount of meals per day i understand the principles of nutrition and calorie balance um and and i gravitate anyway to the same foods i think anybody in this fitness sphere they don't massively change their menu from day to day but occasionally obviously you kind of substitute things depending on you know life social occasions so on and so forth like for example today Uh, i'm doing a bit kind of protein fasting so my first proper meal will be till lunchtime and that just allows me to have a bit more flexibility within the morning Um, (laughs) allows me a little bit more flexibility in the morning just to kind of do stuff like this get some work done and not worry about food or nutrition
1: yeah this sounds good
0: go for it what
1: there's one thing i would ask obviously going back to the kind of Frankly being born and the whole childbirth. I know Annalise obviously went through a bit there, I know she didn't have a horrendous time, but uh maybe she wanna tell people about the, the little incident and the, the hard time you had. Oh god, I mean, wow, trauma. I mean he <laughs> giving birth, God.
0: Well, first and foremost, I wanna tell people like I've never been so proud of like anyone in my entire life and watching the person that you love go through stuff like that. It's you. You feel helpless at the same time, but uh, it was quite funny because me and the midwife were shouting at her. (laughs) So like I was shouting at her as if she was like a client on like a heavy leg press towards the last one or two reps. So I'm shouting like push, and I'm getting I'm like swearing at her a little bit. I'm like fucking push, and she's uh (laughs) you know, and because he was born back to back, like it's you know, she was having to push out the basically the largest part of his head, whereas um, obviously I think if he wasn't back to back and just a kind of normal birth he would have came straight out, so it was really difficult and she was progressively getting more exhausted because it really started at about four o'clock in the morning um, and we got to the hospital maybe about half past five and um, and I I didn't have anything to eat. I was stood by her bedside um, as she was starting to go into labor. And we'd packed our bags a few days kind of prior, just in preparation. I'd filled my dad bag with uh, some carb killers and protein shakes and uh, uh, and my iPad and my headphones, just in case I was in for a long one, which we weren't. But uh, I had me, I had my gains um, just in case. And then uh, she had some like sweets in her bag and things like that. And then I was, she was obviously in labor, and all of a sudden, beside the bed, I got really lightheaded, I fe- felt sick, so I, uh, I looked at. Her, I was like, Annalise, have you got those Haribo, and she was like, I mean, other sweets are available. And I was like, have you got them sweets, and she looked at us, and she must have, and she said, she thought to herself does this fucker want sweets? I'm in the middle of labor. And I was like, I was like, no, I am, I am going to pass out. My blood sugars have just dropped. So I popped a couple of, uh, I popped three or four Haribo, whatever, strawberry things. And I was right as rain. I was then, but funny enough about, it must have been honestly about five minutes before he gave birth. They had a big clock up above. And it's just, it's so subconscious for me to eat every so often. So, like, I think it was about five, ten minutes before his birth. I literally had a carb killer, a cookie dough carb killer. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's. That was an yeah, yeah, shout out. You know, other protein bars are available. We're going to literally have to say that every time we, we mention a product, I think, or a supermarket, or a brand of some sort. So, yeah, um, I mean, there was probably. Cause she, she went into labour about like proper labour, like pushing at about quarter past seven. And he wasn't born to about 25 to nine. So, like, she was by the end of it exhausted. And, like, I, th- I think the midwife was basically saying, Listen, if you don't push here, we're going to have to cut you. And uh, I think that if that doesn't give you an incentive, nothing does. And probably, like, yeah, probably, like, one or two uh, contractions or pushes short, she gave us, like, a look of, like, proper determination, and I looked at it, and it was kind of, like, a little, a moment between us of, like, me thinking, yeah, she, she's she got this, like, and seeing, seeing, you're like, by the way, people, guys are like, and I was probably the same prior to this, where you're like, I don't want to be down there, you know, but, like, yeah. it, it you it's the least erotic thing anyway ever anyway and like you you don't even you're not even bothered like you don't even give a shit. um so you, you're seeing your, your person you love going through all of this and then you're seeing your son's kind of the top of his head um and then obviously his full head come out and you're like shit, how did that fit in there and he had a proper little cone head so like it's it's there was his head because he was back to back and obviously the shape of things, he kind of moulded this little kind of like nubbin of sorts. I don't even know if a nubbin's a word. But uh yeah, then she uh, gave one big push and it was meant. We didn't know the sex prior, so I was I was the guy to announce that he was our son. Um I got to cut the umbilical cord, which was awesome. I did get offered the placenta and by the way the placenta looks weird as shit like it's
1: it's like
0: it's i don't know how to describe it it's like if you've ever seen one of the alien films and like when the alien comes out and it's kind of sack like it's grey and horrible looking and like the the woman asked us the midwife said do you want it because obviously she knew i was into fitness i did try selling her a gym membership mid she asked Annalise, oh, do you go at the gym?" And like, because she was very determined, and Annalise was like, "Yeah." And I thought, "Oh, sales opportunity here." So, a business card. Um, yeah, it's a business card. Uh, I put it on the side while you're busy. But um, yeah, it's 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 quite big, and like, obviously, people take away them and eat them because of their nutritional value. And. Uh, like, this is another thing that we were talking about. I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, um, about breastfeeding. And, uh, and at least breastfed for the first couple of days. But it's quite hard. And, like, you know, like, parents go on about how important breastfeeding is. And I think in the early stages, building that connection is going to be massively important between mother and child. But, like they go on about breastfeeding and then they end up feeding the birds like chicken nuggets and chips for the rest of their lives (laughs) so yeah like oh that first six months of breastfeeding go you you know now your birds (laughs) obese eating yeah you know but uh yes obviously been there and and i'm not much of a crier but i did cry when he was born
1: yeah i'd imagine so yeah i've seen you cry before
0: have you when did I yeah. cry? Uh, d- d- I can't remember. Oh, I actually can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've seen us cry. <laughs> somebody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe not in happiness, maybe in sadness or something like that. Maybe I stubbed my toe or something. Just yeah. a general, I've seen you cry. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's been a obviously a massive shift in priorities. So, like, it was nice to kind of have that I don't want to say excuse but reason to uh, kind of really go into an off season like really prioritise like enjoying life and eating food and making the most of this kind of time with Frankie and Annalise especially Uh, yeah but I it is it is fun in one capacity and you are you are God, Dad, as well. asked you within about half an hour of him being born. Well,
1: I've just thought that's probably when I did see you emotional, because I got emotional when you asked.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was probably still a little bit <laughs> emotional then, so I thought, yeah, like, I, feel, I felt... We were going to actually ask you, because I know the day before he was born, we were going to have, like, a, a meal all together, like, all of our friends and that, but obviously, I don't know, ruined that. So, uh, yeah. We uh we decided then would be a good that was gonna be when we were gonna ask you. But uh obviously that happened so we thought I thought, Oh, this is a good time. I didn't plan it. Could have been early. Ah no, God, yeah, she's she's got the uh she's got the reputation of being late for everything. So like the fact that we've got a son eight days early is it couldn't have happened a better time and it was the day before my birthday, so he stole my thunder, didn't he? Nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ratio of cards that I got to him, it's just... Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it's, it's sad, yeah. Anyway, like, we were talking about this, and this is kind of where we were as far as nutrition's concerned, because I think people see us posted about, like, our food choices and things like that, and um, they're not... <sighs> I think there's this pressure being a coach or a trainer that you should be putting up chicken rice and broccoli whereas like you're quite active on snapchat and it was a large pizza and a, um, a tub of ben and jerry's or something a tub of ice cream All of ice creams are available <laughs> um, so and and i think the day before i put a similar thing up in a similar post up about um, a fish and chips i would got uh, so You do not track. You don't need to feel the need to, do you? I mean, you've done it and you understand food. So, do you want to talk a little bit about your nutrition and obviously why you made that post?
1: Yeah, well, I think like people tend to look at me and just think, "Oh, you know, he's he's in quite good shape. He's he's really lucky because obviously they see a lot of the posts I put up about like the you know not clean foods. You know, the pizzas, the ice creams, the the brownies and the chocolate that kind of thing. I and just think, oh, he's, he's one of those lucky people who can you know, eat what he wants and and just not put on weight and not put on fat, whereas, you know, I felt like, you know, like, I know there's other people who, who kind of, like, feel like that as well, whereas, like, for me, like, it kind of, it feels like it takes away from a little bit of the hard work I do. Like, yeah, I enjoy my, my foods and stuff like that, but uh, I also train really, really hard, and I just wanted to kind of get it out there to people and just try and let them understand that there's a lot more to it than, than eating. Like I said, you know, I'm in the gym. I'm training five, six days a week, but generally anywhere from an hour to, to two hours a day. And the type of training I do, obviously, is quite intense. You know, I'm running around. I'm doing a lot of kind of high intensity stuff, and a lot of kind of like weightlifting, heavy weights, and then obviously there's there's a lot of kind of cardiovascular work involved as well. So it's I just cu- I just cu- kind of want i'll just stop you
0: there it's it's quite funny because like steven's quite reluctant to say that he does crossfit so he like he he brackets it as like i do functional training or like he tries to like (laughs) explain it in terms of like like we we do not own a crossfit gym but we can do kind of crossfit style training there like um Stephen tries to, like, tiptoe around that word. And, I, like, I'm not arsed. I'm like, say, just just say it, you know. So, Stephen Steven <laughs> does and competes within the CrossFit sphere. Um, and he's ridiculously fit. So, sorry, go on. Stephen does high-intense interval varied. I do high
1: interval training, I vary
0: it. I, th- I think i'm more crossfit than you because i i have more vary in my train because i can do a muscle up <laughs> and and i do bodybuilding style so wow who who is crossfit now
1: it's been a while since i've done a preacher curl yeah in a in a squat rack. Right?
0: <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. Go, go on sorry yeah you train really hard
1: yeah so you know like it i felt like it, it took a little bit away from that and i just wanted to kind of use my social media platform there to, to explain to my followers and stuff like that. But, you know, there's a lot more to it than just eating in, you know, when it comes to like changing your body composition, whether you're trying to achieve weight loss or weight gain or just maintenance. But, you know, there's, there's a lot more factors to take in. Like, you know, you kind of like how much activity you're doing throughout the day. So I went on to talk about, you know, your general kind of step counts. Whereas I think obviously uh, I talked about me and you, you know, with where it fortunate, um, fortunate small percentage really of of people now who actually have an active job you know the majority of people are just sitting at a desk these days um so you know like i've had some clients come to me and like looking at kind of their daily steps they're hitting like anywhere from two to four thousand a day whereas you know you know me and you are you know high teens if not into the 20s yeah god yeah totally i
0: mean uh Funnily enough, I've recorded an episode all about this and my clients will know how much I go on about, like, and probably our clients, about the importance of general activity. Um, And I recorded an episode with like James Krieger all about kind of NEAT and its implications on weight management. And these people who, um, you'll have heard it a lot that you have, you're lucky you have a fast metabolism and like you know like i was i was on a seminar uh, a webinar with him and he was saying how like organs really contribute to the the majority of our metabolic rate like our rest of metabolic rate at about i think it was about 24 calories per pound and then like people who claim our more muscle burns like more calories which in a sense it does but it's only six like uh six calories per pound and across the body i can imagine that's quite a lot but in order to burn like and this is per hour in order to burn an extra 60 calories per hour you've got to put on 10 pounds of muscle now you you try doing that naturally you know you, you are ah. you, you are looking at several years just for the sake of 60 pounds yeah 60 calories yeah. per hour 60 pounds 60 calories per hour You know, and then there was, I think, fat is two calories uh, per hour, like, per pound of fat. Bone was, I think, one. So it just goes to show, like, these things do go into metabolism, but they're not going to vary much from person to person, which leaves really their kind of general activities being a huge contributor to energy expenditure. And then on top of that, you've got your actual, like, your actual training as well.
1: Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of factors that people don't often think about. And you know, that's, that's something else I mentioned in that little post I put up that, you know, people just kind of think, oh, you know, I've, I've gone to the gym for an hour that day. that That's enough. And yeah, I'm not saying that's not good. You know, that, that's great. But if the fact is the rest of the day you're spending it sat down and you set eat, or, you know, you, you spend sat down at a desk at work, you know, the overall amount of calories you burn in per days is, is really low. And you know, I think that's what people need to kind of look at when they they're kind of looking at weight loss. That you know, yeah, you can go at the gym for a little bit, but unless you're you're quite active outside of the gym or really hot with your diet, that you may struggle to lose weight. It's just trying to open people's eyes to to that a little bit. That was kind of the thought behind that post.
0: I think people need to take a big step back and look at the big picture as far as their um, energy in, energy out is concerned, and like what we try and do is focus on like habits and behaviours as opposed to like, you you know like going to the gym two times per week, three times per week really is missing a lot of the uh, a lot of the the smaller stuff that kind of contributes the most like sticking within a a calorie range um according to your energy output and it can be difficult if i imagine if i had a job where you just literally eight hours a day sat looking at a screen, and then like on top of that you you're mentally fatigued because you just got such a like you know people will be stressed and that last thing you want to do is maybe get up up early morning or like go out and walk, so it's like how can we incorporate activity into a, into a lifestyle?
1: I think I think for most people there is always that, that extra bit of time throughout the day to get some work in and I think um, a great example of this is when we went a few months ago to pick up those new cardio machines for the gym and we, we spent Pretty much most of the day in a van driving down the country to pick up some machines and then back. But we, I, I think you checked on your Fitbit and you still managed to get close to twenty thousand steps in that day, didn't you?
0: Yeah, like you know there was a lot of time sitting around and stuff like that. And again, I just think it becomes, uh, I think it becomes relatively habitual. This, and and at the time, I was dieting as well, so like the importance of kind of sustaining that calorie output which really allows for me to have a high calorie input and dieting on, because when you diet and you want to eat. Um, So this is why we advocate like dieting on as many calories as you can, because at the end of the day, it's it's nice eating food. And this is why like I see my calorie allowance as a budget. And the majority of that budget is spent on food that's going to satiate us. It's not like, if It Fits Your Macros city. Not like a few years ago when If It Fits Your Macros was like massive. But now it's like it's, I have flexibility within my nutrition and it's a flexible mind frame that if I want to eat certain foods, like I know I can. It's a choice that I am eating quote unquote clean flu- foods. You know, like we need to get away from this good and bad foods and look at like overall big picture thinking good and bad diets good and bad lifestyles as opposed to having a black and white thought process between um well there's no point in even trying to be healthy because i can't be a hundred percent yeah
1: i'm You're just currently i'm currently
0: <laughs> bottle feeding my son yeah so like this is this is this is multitasking at its finest so for those listening on itunes or soundcloud I have my son in my arms sucking on a bottle.
1: Yeah, that's not me crying on. <laughs> yeah, so if you hear cool. stuff,
0: it is the microphone picking him up?
1: Yeah, oh, I can hear him, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah. it's kind of like, uh,
0: he's, he's my prop. But,
1: um, <laughs> he's your prop. Yeah, but... Well, what I'll talk about, because I didn't really go into, like, kind of, my nutrition and my uh, my thought behind, like, tracking my calories and flexible and I'll talk a little bit about that and I'll allow you to finish off with a bottle yeah
0: cool you talk about that I'm gonna yeah just do this
1: <laughs> so yeah obviously like a few years ago I did uh, track my macros and it's something I, I occasionally do go back to and I can load up my fitness pal again and uh, start tracking calories through that but uh what I found is that after a few weeks or a few months of actually tracking calories i can gonna uh, I'm quite I get quite good at eating intuitively so I, I know what's kind <laughs> of know kind of when I'm hungry I'm quite good at listening to my body and it, it all depends on how I'm training as well you know as I talked about before I do train you know for an hour or two most days um so I do require quite a lot of calories but uh what I, I like I said I keep going back to my fitness pal every now and again especially if I need to feel like I'm I'm losing weight or I'm putting too much weight on losing strength you know that kind of thing I'll go back and I'll just kind of like go back back calories and uh Making sure I'm like what I'm eating is is gonna give enough energy, enough fuel. I'm under-eating. I'll just use it as like a an energy tracking app. I'll not change my nutrition from what I'm eating. I'll just actually start putting food in and see where I'm putting calories. In. And if I notice too, I'll then just like, I need to actually start bumping up my meals a little bit. I you know, start to like put on weight. Stop doing it. Kind of look at it that way and almost bring it down. But I try not to put too much pressure on myself with nutrition you know like i said i'm quite good at listening to my body so i know when i need to eat what i need to eat i know if i'm not eating.
0: yeah i think what people <laughs> need to realize is the actual uh, best way to kind of track uh, whether you're in a surplus or a deficit is through like an accumulation or loss of body fat through you know different forms of measuring you know the scales is one I'm an advocate of kind of regular weigh-ins instead of like kind of doing it every so often and freaking out because like we need to understand that weight is variable across like multiple days especially if you're female you know you've got the most monthly cycle to go through and women tend to be a little bit more tightly wound than men and seem to react a lot quicker like especially when it comes to uh, the controlling of their body weight they freak out a lot more they're more prone to do excess cardio cut calories so you know they get this this kind of like stress response where yeah maybe they are losing body fat but they're probably holding water and sometimes when you tell them listen go away from the gym go eat a little bit of food go ch- chill out you know they drop a little bit of weight it's making that disassociation between weight and fat, especially, you know, same with men as well. Like, I think the pressures on men these days is quite high with social media. Now I'm going to, now I'm going to burn my child. So (laughs) I've got the, uh, (laughs) he's got the, uh, (laughs) he's got the um, earphone things. (laughs) All you can see is Frankie, uh, so yeah. I'll tip that a little bit for YouTube uh, yeah it but, look weed yeah oh shit yeah god. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for those that are listening may not get the full effects of this so go check us out on YouTube and you can see me uh, rolling my son about it I, t- I tell you what there's nothing more satisfying when you burp with him yesterday he had this huge burp and you're just <laughs> like oh my god I am so proud of you son <laughs> he was proper pumping on last night as well. And you're like, Oh, go on, lad. Like, Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. A little little Yeah. So I think, uh, I you've made us lose our trail of thought now. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think, um, people need to be understanding of the big picture and not put too much pressure on themselves and take a step back. Like for me, if I'm working, if I was working a nine or five, like, that weekend's a good opportunity to get in like a little bit more um general activity but typically what people do is the complete opposite and the they use that as a an opportunity to you know chill and rest and whatever so the neat levels might be further down yeah
1: no, i think that's it. you've got to work around what you've got haven't you and you know unfortunately like we said you know most people do have like a nine-five office job, sat at a computer, sat at a desk all day. And uh, like I said, you've, you've got to kind of make the most of your, your time off. So, you know, like I've got a client, Emma, who, who's who gone back to work after not so long ago. And she said she was find this hard. But since she's gone back, you know, we've sat down, we've kind of like come up with a little bit of a plan. And now, you know, she's, she gets the bus to work. She she walks to an extra bus stop. Sometimes she walks down at the town centre to get the bus and back from work. And, you know, she's just actually really kind of made a big conscious effort to actually improve her fitness yeah. activity
0: level.
1: And it's worked really well. And she, I just got a text from this morning to say she's hit a, a new all-time low on the scales.
0: Yeah, brilliant. I mean, and this is the thing is, like, as coaches, we want to empower our clients with the, um, the skills and knowledge. And we use, like, kind of evidence base as the foundation, but obviously it's what's practical towards that individual that's like you know for example i use a kind of i don't know protein or intermittent fasting approach with some clients who were very busy you know ultimately we understand that calories in calories out control body weight so we need to look at per the, the foundations we've got to work with with the person um, and fit a diet to them not fit them to a diet you know and this is where diets fall down massively um because people try and follow something that isn't for them and yeah god i mean it, the fitness industry's got a lot to kind of answer for and especially when people come to us which we typically the come to people like us last um and they've already got these kind of like hang-ups as far as nutrition and training's concerned and you've got to kind of unteach these bad habits and um you know um ideas they've got about weight loss like for you know like telling somebody you know 0.5 to 1 percent of body weight loss per week is good progress well if they're comparing themselves to like somebody who's dropping seven pounds per week on like some fad diet you know, they tend to compare... I think people compare themselves to others, even though, like, you know, the person with a million pounds in the bank's always going to be jealous of the person with two million, and so on and so forth. That person's going to be jealous of three, and it's like, when does it stop? You know, when do you start, like, just focusing on, like, you? You know, and that's, for me, one of the big things that I've especially done in the... Probably the past years, really stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. Like, it's and that's what I'm like with my clients. Do, do they put money in your bank? Do they put food on your table? Then you don't need to worry about it. You just need to focus on the shit that matters to you.
1: I think that's a great point, actually. Very you,
0: good point. you know, like, people are comparing themselves to people with hundreds of thousands of followers on Facebook or... Uh, instagram and they're looking at these bodies and it's just like that's them that you, you're you not going to look like them because that's them they've got like their genetics and their muscle insertions and whatnot you know that's that's them stop comparing yourself to these people who essentially aren't even real they're just there you know like if a mum of three who's got a, like have a career is who is expected to have a career who is expected to be a mother expected to cook for for people by the way like i used to work as a chef so you know like i can cook like and i'm self kind of like um i do shit for myself anyway because like that's just the way i've always been but you know like i can understand that um at least does have it relatively lucky he's got to be burped again but you know like at least has it lucky in a capacity is that I'm quite uh, supportive. We'll get this. I don't want to choke the baby, you know. I'm quite supportive in that capacity. Is like, I don't mind taking the bed, and while she sleeps, I don't mind cooking the food. Um, I'm, I don't mind like obviously helping out. Whereas, you know, some people might not have that. Especially women might not have that support there. Like towards the like I planned and married up my dieting. So it was, I was gonna be ready in the latter stages of her being pregnant. So sometimes it's not always a convenient time to diet. You know, people like women especially feel like they should always be on a diet. And they want to look like these other women who have like a nice set of muscle and tone and that. And like, it's like, listen, they, spent the majority of time training and eating and then they dieted so happened to get a load of photos done and they plastered them across like maybe six months worth of time
1: i think that's a big thing there i was going to kind of touch upon that before when you were on about you know so you know i think what a lot of people need to consider is these people have kind of dieted down and got in shape for you know maybe a few days or a week or two had lots of photos taken and then you know that's their catalogue and their library of photos they're gonna use on their social media posts to sell a you know a boot plan or whatever it might be for the next six, seven months to come to die again.
0: Yeah, well there's there's the phone.
1: <laughs> uh, I've got an phone.
0: Yeah, we'll let we'll let that ring off. But I mean that's that's obviously the one of the things, like people are quite quick to like disregard your efforts in terms of your like for example your nutrition you know the, like the question people question what they don't understand i find and um why are you eating that why are you eating that this time and it's like well the the thing there's some sort of like secret like at the minute i'm slamming i'm having huge bowls of porridge with lucky charms on top you know and that
1: was- you know that was one of the things that uh, got me in the other morning. I was I was teaching a class and just for the class I made a big bowl of protes. and uh, I have one hundred fifty grams of oats with fifty grams of protein in and yeah. I use whole as well. So even before I put any toppings on, I'm on about eighteen hundred calories. Yeah. But I I put some little boost mini bars and a little bit of Oreo uh, dairy milk chocolate on. And uh, the class were coming in when I was eating and everyone was like, "You can't eat that! Like that's not healthy. That's not a uh, that's not good for you." Yeah. And, you know i think that's something obviously we're going to talk about a lot over the future podcasts and you know it's like you know, we touched on it today but you know the kind of the bigger picture and you know that you know having a, something like that in in context of everything else that i've got going on in my life is is fine it's not unhealthy it's not going to make me fat or whatever
0: yeah i think people just need to realize like kind of the true definition of healthy and it's kind of subjective and objective at at the same time like you know we we wouldn't dare go to a person or we would be strung up if we like went to an obese person and like questioned them and their kind of nutritional choices and just said like you know how whereas like if you look at ourselves we we train we're active we are healthy we've got a good relationship with our kind of lives you know there's there's that word balance there um. but yeah people can like kind of obviously question when we do or eat a particular thing you qu you question an obese person why and you get like you get strung up you you question a fit person why and it's seemingly fine so we were saying um to be fair I think probably as a subject matter I think we've went off on enough of a tangent and rant there um, so what I tell you what we're just going to kind of leave the uh, the podcast at that we do have some questions but we're probably going to leave them for um, next time but we want to use this as an episode of just kind of people to get to know us a little bit and have a little idea of like our crack and banter and every other kind of episode in between will be a guest this episode and the next one's going to be heavily kind of child focused so i do have a guest called uh jen jennifer bullcock coming on the podcast to discuss kids and um childhood obesity and nutrition so that should be well that is an interesting podcast i've already recorded it so um listen out of that and I think especially these early phases of the podcast it's really important for me to um and for us to kind of establish who is our like kind of target audience um and like who are we um as kind of practitioners and coaches um just before we let you go Stephen um would you like to say anything at all
1: um, no, I think we've kind of, like you said, we've gone off on a, quite a bit of a tangent from where we originally started uh, Started this one. Like I said, I did have a question uh, from, from one of your followers to ask you, but I think we'll leave that for the next podcast because we can talk quite a bit about that on the next one and kind of build build on that. And
0: yeah, leave definitely. That for I- um Just to like, before we go, I would love for people to obviously subscribe and share, leave a five-star review on itunes um if you know like your mom said if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all you know so n- nothing less <laughs> nothing less than a five <laughs> um yeah please like share and obviously support the podcast uh at the end of the day we're just two kind of normal down to earth people that are just trying to put out a good message and ultimately help people you can find us on our website tobefit.co.uk. Um, instagram facebook and so on and so forth if i still are you still there steven
1: i'm still there he's still
0: here yeah his signals rubbish but right um from both of us thank you for listening and we shall speak soon thank you steven see you in
1: a couple of weeks
0: see you there bye